Hi, Mike Sarah here from Customer States. If you're searching for the highest quality additives, lubricants, or cleaners for your automotive, heavy equipment, agricultural, or industrial machinery needs, look no further than the Justice Brothers line of products. From lubing your chainsaw, performing a complete fuel system treatment and decarb service on a customer's vehicle, keeping that forklift forking and lifting, or just need a can of that famous JB80 penetrant to persuade a rusty bolt, Justice Brothers has you covered. Travis Ferris of Hit Distributing is not only Southern California's authorized Justice Brothers distributor, but also a great friend of mine. Over the years, Travis has helped me and my dealership with anything and everything we need, including all the lines of Justice Brothers products and even equipment to perform the various services we may need for our specific application. HIT stands for honesty, integrity, and trust, so you know when you contact Travis, that's exactly what you'll get. That, combined with Justice Brothers supplying superior quality automotive products since the 1940s and 75 years in the racing industry, you will have absolutely everything at your disposal to get the job done. Justice Brothers is proudly made in the USA, and they have a satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Justice Brothers has the best quality products over any other competitor, and they'll gladly tell you that themselves. If you live in the Southern California area, call my man, Travis Ferris, at 805-208-7818. And if you don't, call him anyway and tell him I said thanks. And visit justicebrothers.com to learn more about their complete line of products. Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality. Dr. Faggot. <laughs> uh, hello, everybody. <laughs> I can say that. Yes, you can. It's totally fine. Welcome back to Customer States. We're black. We're black. And here. And he's queer. That's me. Get used to it. So Dr. you might notice during these introductions, it'll be much more quiet and concise. <gasps> and we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> But anyways, my name is Jake, and I'm a service advisor. I'm going on my punching bag fifth year of being a a professional bitch, <laughs> and it hurts the same amount as it did as day one. How do I sign up for that job? <laughs> Give your balls a tug, tit fucker. Yes, <laughs> and to my leafed, a man who needs All some introductions, introductions. <laughs> John Madden. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Rest in peace. Beverages. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh. Didn't yeah, I say something oh. about being concise? Yeah. Well, mm, good uh, job. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Oh. Everybody join along at home. Ah! Let me do this with two hands because I am kind of. Do it with two hands. Sorry, I need two hands to hold this one. Ooh, baby. Sounds like a personal problem that. It is not a personal problem. <laughs> I take it as a personal adventure. Who are you? My name is Mike Sarah. I do... John Madden. I, <laughs> Rest in pieces. Um, I do lots of things for the automotive industry. And mm -hmm. to my left is Eric Montenegro. Including Aid Me. Aid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. He aided, he aided me. Um, me, I am Eric Montenegro. Hi. Hi. Technician for CDJR. <laughs> now. Sidger. Sidger. Uh, for uh, six weeks, <laughs> almost four months. 
<laughs> been in the automotive industry for almost six years. Congratulations to me. Congratulations. Yes. Um, and to your left. Oh, wait. Those oh, are words. my. Uh, Allie. Hi, Allie. How are there you? you are. Those are words. <laughs> Allie, I'm Allie Paul. <laughs> Those are words. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, Allie, I miss you a lot. Please come back. <laughs> Allie, if you're the weakest link in this podcast, don't say anything. Those are words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Allie had a prior engagement, so <laughs> she unfortunately will not be joining us this evening. Swift. <laughs> She's a bit of a Swifty that she is. She's a full-fledged Swifty. I'm sure Amy would appreciate that. Oh, absolutely. We love you, Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi. She's with her one of her work besties and her daughter who is going on seeing it for the fourth time. Work testies. Work testies. Mm. Wow. Okay. They hang low and they wobble to and fro. <laughs> I can throw them over my shoulder. <laughs> so, continental yeah. soldier. So we get to start this off with a joke. Well, I would love to, but um, oh shit! Michael has commandeered my phone. Oh for the yeah. Evening. If you want to swipe to the home screen, just it's under notes. It's under notes. It should be um, just here. You know how to open it. We. You have a phone. You have the same phone. I don't want to go through your phone. I don't. You're not going to see anything. This is so stupid. <laughs> I think, uh, yes. Okay, yes. well, I'll do a good start. Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Jakey probably will get this. What did the sushi say to the bee? Oh, wasabi. Wasabi. <laughs> <laughs> you both got it. Hashtag <laughs> sell the bell. That was, your that was actually a really good one. Thank you, Eric. There you're I, very I, welcome. I did appreciate wasabi. That. Wasabi. <laughs> well, I, I guess the next topic was kind of me. Well, I suggested we put it on the board. Customers who states that they own the place. Customers <laughs> who think that they own the place. I'm talking about Jacob those... can't read either or do math. No. Oh. Allie will let anybody know who asks. I can't read. <laughs> well, that's why he's in that position. <laughs> uh, these are the customers who feel that they can walk around wherever they want they mm -hmm. can walk to the back of the shop they can walk into service bays they just walk around willy-nilly like they own the place um you know and that kind of transitions into customers who like to watch you work on right. their car mm -hmm. the hoverers if you will hate that shit it's if i see somebody wandering the lot by themselves without an employee of the dealership I immediately stop them because I don't know who they are. I don't know what they're doing back there. Cars or vehicles are not always locked. You know, I, what are you doing here? Yeah. As you should. And it's a friendly thing to say yeah. like, hey, how can I help you? Are, did, what, did you, you need what, some like, help? What are you looking for? You're looking for a vehicle. You're looking for a salesman. I mean, it's just a simple conversation to A, maybe help them if they are lost or B, at least get them out of your service department where they're not allowed to be. Yes. My go-to is usually, did you need some help? You know, like, oh, no, I'm just going to make, okay, you actually have to check in with the service advisor and you have to be escorted back here. It's not safe for you to be back here. That's usually my go-to again. Yeah. You know, there's technicians driving around. Look at know, how small these aisles are. Yeah, it's <laughs> just a big no-no. It's against OSHA. Mm, that too. Well, I always say, I mean, we, we have signage and stuff like that, but I always go with like, you know, it's against our insurance policy to have customers unattended back here. Yeah. We just need to make sure that customers can't read either. Absolutely. <laughs> Obviously. Mm. So, mm. It's a pet peeve of mine, but it, I deal with it swiftly. 
Swifty. Swifty. How it, it sucks. Do you have that at your shop? People oh, just like trying to walk ab- through? Absolutely. And they'll walk straight through and we'll give it about two seconds to see if they look around and kind of go, oh, I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> Which they never realize. Generally speaking, it's like one out of every 100 go, oh, and then turn around. Or same thing. You walk past, it's like, hi, can we help you? And what are you, what are you looking for? Oh, I'm looking for my car. Well, come on in. We will... Figure out the tag, get you the keys. Let me and find your service advisor so we can get the keys uh, and locate we, your vehicle. And we'll get you out to the car and yeah. get you whatever you need. But you have to, big old thing that says stop, no cars or customers past this point. Yeah, about that. Oh, my God. People are stupid. Yes. Yes. Speaking of stupid people. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll uh, broach into this <sighs> subject here. Um, we had a listener write in and... Um, I, I didn't want this to be listener mail because this is something that I think that we can all relate to, but we had a, a listener write in that um, they were like wondering how they should feel or react about the situation. And essentially they had like a disgruntled employee that got upset about, I mean, I'm going to paraphrase this, but basically it got upset about nothing and then <clears throat> acted aggressively, both like physically aggressive and like verbally aggressive towards another employee and grab his dick and twist it. (laughs) (laughs) I can help with that. And there was like no resolution to the conflict. The employee had like put in his two weeks notice at that point in time. And, um, I, I guess it, you know, uh, management didn't, didn't do anything about it. And so the, the employee that wrote in said that he had to go all the way up through like a few different managers to like not only get confirmation that there should be action taken and that, you know, the employee did the right thing, but also it had to go to the general manager of the store to have like the general manager influence, I guess, the service manager, I guess that was the guy that was taking care of it, influence their decision to, to move forward and, and terminate that employee because mm-hmm. of the actions that, that were taken by that employee. And so the person writing in, it was saying like, you know, I don't know how to feel about this. You know, I didn't like have any, I I didn't want this as an outcome and, you know, trying to deescalate the situation or whatever. Um, You know, I wasn't uh, able to come to any resolutions. And so this guy's telling me like, I don't know how to feel about this because I didn't want the employee to lose their job. But like, we can't have that sort of behavior in the dealership because that spreads, you know, it wasn't just one outburst infectious. Yeah. It's an, it's infectious. And so I, I mean, have you guys the plague to, to, to answer this listener's question or to try and help answer this listener's question, Yes. how, how would you feel in a situation like that? Or have you experienced something like that where, you know, you're trying your everything to, to calm somebody down and just about the point of, you know, throwing blows and being physical at, at work, you know, how, how do you resolve those conflicts? How, how are you able to deescalate those situations? Have you ever experienced anything like that? Tell them to get off the property and go to handle it across the street. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Physical violence is never, almost never the answer. It can be sometimes. <laughs> it's, it's rare, but sometimes it comes to that. Unfortunately, well, I said almost never the answer. <clears throat> I personally don't think that I've ever been in a situation where it's got that heated where it's come to that point but definitely a few where it's do do your best to diffuse the situation just by talking or anything along those lines you if somebody's heated like that and they're trying to get a rise out of you you do your best just to not because it just 
stokes the flame. Yeah, it adds fuel to the but fire. I would say that the closest that it's ever come to something like that, which was a long time ago. Last week. Yeah. <laughs> mm. it, it, it was to the point where it was like, I'm done and it's just turn and walk away. And if something happens from that point, you go from there. But it was literally, I have to walk away. So, okay. So now put yourself in that service manager's shoes. Mm-hmm. And you have an employee that comes to you that says that this person was um, physically abusive and verb, uh, uh, I mean, verbally abusive mm-hmm. and physically aggressive towards you mm-hmm. and put in their two weeks notice. Mm-hmm. Do you let that employee carry out their two weeks or do you terminate them not. immediately? You terminate the them on the spot. Well, it's kind of an indis- industry standard to not let technicians complete their two weeks because there is a concern of quality of work you're mentally it's not even if you're doing it on purpose you're mentally checked out and thinking about something else and not about this job that you're working on right now i have been very fortunate that all of my previous jobs in and out of the automotive industry in and out (laughs) that's what hamburgers all about fuck what a burger sorry Um, (laughs) i know everybody outside of this state uh loves whataburger but i've had it and it's okay never been to one it's okay i like fat burger i don't like their spicy ketchup i think it's gross um is this our first tangent we're 12 minutes in i think that's a record i think that's the longest we've gone like on uh, on topic yeah i don't even remember what i was talking about now (laughs) (laughs) the uh talking about techs and lack of productivity well i have have always been fortunate enough that all of my previous employers have allowed me to complete my two weeks because of my impeccable work ethic and you leave on good terms i mean that's another important thing to professionalism goes a long way yeah and I don't fucking understand that. I had we had an employee recently. He worked less than two weeks, and I personally knew him. And I didn't find out. I found out one that he had called out one day. I'm like, you're two weeks in, and you're already calling out. Like, what the fuck? And then he wasn't there the next day or the next day. And so I finally asked and like, oh yeah, he quit. I'm like, the what? fuck? Why Why did the that fuck happen? Did he quit? A two weeker fucking. <laughs> And I later on found out that, how do I put this nicely? The other lube techs were being mean to him. Oh. Quote, unquote. Oh. Give your balls a tug. Yeah. About that. Um, Damn it. And I'm pretty sure it was a conspiracy theory, but he was sure they were switching tickets on him. They were taking the easy. I've heard that from so many technicians. And in fact, I think I know a technician that had the exact same complaint. Yes. Well, the conspiracy theories. Well, they're, they're, they're only upselling his jobs. Right. How, how is that possible? Every writer hates you. Like now, mind you, I had gone out of my way and stuck my neck out to get this person a job and see, and see what happens when you do somebody a favor. I'm not doing that anymore. And this motherfucker, let me tell you, tell me right now, this motherfucker had the audacity, fucking audacity to come up to me when he came to collect his belongings to ask me if I could help him push his box on his trailer. Oh, very nice. Fuck no. So I, so I have two things about, Mm -hmm. about the, um, aggressive former employee from our dealership. 
So at the end of the confrontation, when I was trying to de-escalate and I realized that that wasn't getting anywhere. So I, I just had to walk away because I was getting upset and, yep. I, and I knew that I couldn't control myself after a certain point. Mm-hmm. So I ended up kind of walking away and just that was how I de-escalated. But as, as I'm walking away, the last things that he said to me before I started walking away was, and fuck you and your fucking dog. I'm like <laughs> fuck you and your fucking dog what the fuck like, for, okay fuck me but like what the hell does what, yeah, have to do what with this like, fucking, what, what, what what's, fuck? what's that one how upset do you have to be how upset do you have to be what's that one meme what's the <laughs> dog <child>. doing <laughs> can I, I bet that dog <laughs> <laughs> so, so then, fuck your dog so here's the Jesus. other thing I, I see that same employee after uh, he was terminated uh, come back to the shop twice my dog says fuck you back <laughs> one one time i guess was to pick up tools the other time was to talk to somebody about something and i just happened to be with the service manager at that point in time and um i tell the service manager i'm like this guy can't be on our property like we terminated him he's talking to the technicians we don't know what he's saying or what he's doing here he, you know he can't have any of this stuff going on and um and so we said, oh, yeah, you know, fine, wh- whatever, fuck it. Then, I guess, as I walked away, he went up to the service manager and was saying, like, oh, you know what, and, and fuck you and this fucking company. You canceled my health insurance. Like, I fucking needed that shit. Well, no Hello? shit, you don't get done. What the fuck? You idiot. What the fuck? So this is the mindset of this person. Is like, yes, we fired your fucking ass. Yeah. And you, you of don't course, get do the not have health insurance, dude. Like, what? Well, you canceled in the middle. Of my, like, you, you chose you, to act this way. Yeah, that's every that's, Canadian listener is crying right now. Well, like, free th- and that's the thing I'm saying is that the listener that wrote in that told us a story. It echoes in all of these other things that we've said. I mean, yep. it's just it's crazy. People mm-hmm. are people, and when you get those certain people, unhinged, are people so why should it be? Uh-huh. You and I should get along so awfully. How perfect! <laughs> Should we just make a different podcast of like just <laughs> doing covers? I got the drum set right there. Little, just little ditties. Little ditties. About Jack, Jack and, and Diane. Diane. God damn you. <laughs> we want to thank our sponsors. <laughs> John Cougar. Oh my God. Allie, you could have prevented all of this from happening. So she would have joined in. She would have. Oh my but God. I guess that I, so I'm, I'm well aware that I have a problem that I wear my heart on my sleeve. And so apparently when he came up to ask me to help him push his toolbox, I guess I gave him a look Mm. like of disgust. I I don't believe that. I've never known you to be that sort of person. And and he reiterated to me like, you know, if I need you, it's it's, it's fine. I'm like, hmm. (laughs) He walked away. Needless to say, I never saw him again. He didn't come back and ask me for help. I wasn't going to help him even if he did, but fuck you, motherfucker. Like, yep. you're a piece of shit, and you will forever be doing nothing but changing oil or flipping burgers at McDonald's. You have children. Your life is just, you're, I'm sorry. People like that, they don't deserve any sympathy from anybody. Resonate. You did it to yourself. Resonate as true losers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In in our instance, of the one that happened at our dealership, you know, we try to help the employee. We give them a nice raise when they're going through hard times. We try to cater to their needs as far as allowing them to go to their doctor's appointments and taking care of their kids and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And and no matter what, 
Mm-hmm. You're always the asshole. Yeah, they just oh, of course. Throw, throw shit in my face at the end after we bend over backwards for you. Like, yeah. please, like, like I'm the the I'm world the is here. out to get them. Yeah, if give, everybody, give an inch there's a common fucking denominator yeah, here. If everybody, if, if if you feel like everybody in your life is treating you poorly, perhaps it's not everyone around you that's treating you poorly. Perhaps that's what you are bringing in. You're just you are a the dickhead. Problem. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's and it's hard to tell people like that that they're wrong because obviously they won't understand. Then they'll no, get they'll, in their eyes, verbally abusive fucking... and physically aggressive. So it's called gaslighting, narcissism. And narcissism. Where is fucking Allie when you need her? God damn. Mm-hmm. Did narcissism remind you of her? No, gaslighting. Gaslighting. Narcissism. You know, we, she, she, we oh, she doesn't listen to this show. We weren't gaslighting her. <laughs> no, we never Not that time. That. <laughs> we never do that. Um, Should we turn our mic back on right now? Yeah. <laughs> Allie, you can come out of the bathroom. <laughs> Timeout's over. Yeah, exactly. Allie, I love you. Please come back. <laughs> Allie, come back. Oh, oh my no. god. <laughs> so who's a new GM? Let's Mikey. let's let's skip over that one. Skip over that one? Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll catch that another time. Okie dokie. Like later or, on in the episode? Sure, let's just I, I just had a topic of my own. Let, let somebody else have the skip, uh, skip, soapbox skip for a second. Skip, 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 skip. So if you have been a long time listener and you can always go back. In the archives and listen to every episode. Where can you find that? At your leisure. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) If you go back or if you've been a longtime listener, I had a story back in the day about a crosswalk incident with a gentleman in a wheelchair. Well, I don't remember that. You don't remember that one? Maybe I wasn't here for that episode. You know what? He, he might may, have not, he may been, not have been yeah, here for that episode. Mm. Quick catch up for you with that is I like ketchup. <gasps> guy in a wheelchair. I like ketchup. <laughs> guy in a wheelchair goes off of a curb okay. in his like it's a full on power chair. Ooh, those way a fucking a ton. Fuck ton. So he misjudges it and Ugh. he goes ass over tea kettle. Oh my God. And our dispatcher that we have at the time, he was here and he witnessed this happen and he falls over and everybody runs over to him and check to make sure he's okay. And they call the paramedics and the paramedics show up and the police show up just to make sure the whole nine yards. Yeah. Because there's nothing else going on in that part of town. Exactly. (laughs) And my dispatcher was talking with him, making sure he's okay. And he was saying he was freaking out like, where's my hat? Has anybody seen my hat? And just over and over and over, just asking about this. And he gets more angry with, as the paramedics start to show up and as the cops start to show up, it's more of a focus about this hat. And so my dispatcher finds the hat and he picks it up and he brings it over to him and a big old bag of fucking cocaine drops right out of the fucking hat. (laughs) And he hands him the hat and the guy goes, the the bird. And my dad, huh? He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I believe you dropped this, sir. Oh my God. You're powdered sugar. Yeah. yeah. So he picked it up, handed it to him. He stuffed it inside of the fold inside of his baseball cap. Oh my God. <laughs> and he rolled away into the sunset. <laughs> Never to be seen or heard of. Got off scot free off of that one. Just exactly. Good so, Lord. So me and Ali had. Ali and I. Whatever. Me and the chick. Me had, me is, me thems. <laughs> we went to lunch, done with lunch. We leave and the, the cross street that, that runs, that runs adjacent to the main boulevard mm-hmm. up at the top. 
Mm-hmm. So if you head up the yeah. if you head up the split after the roundabout, correct? Yeah, yeah it's perpendicular from the <clears throat> obtuse angle of the right, just past the firehouse inside exactly. trapezoid. So not that straight up to the top of that street, but the one over where you go up and you can head to all the body shops. Yes, yes all the body shops. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. So we're at that light right at the intersection, and we're sitting there at the light, and we're up at the front. And keep in mind, because this is important. There is, besides us at the light, there's another four or five people behind us. And on the other side, probably another three or four cars. So there's eight, nine vehicles, at least nine people. Right, waiting for the light. And there is a gentleman who decides to start crossing the street. And there is a lady who is not paying attention, who is turning from that aforementioned street onto the main stretch. And he hits, or she hits him at about 10 plus miles per hour and throws him a good 10 plus feet backwards. Grill hits him right in the fucking gut. Mm. And reason why I was saying all these people that are around, nobody fucking stops. Wow. Not a single fucking soul stops. (laughs) What? The lady who hit him, of course, pulls over and me and Ali are the only fucking ones that stop. We pull over, walk across the street and we start talking to the guy. Nobody else fucking stops. Not wow. a fucking soul. Not a single fucking person, man. Like, it never fucking happened. All these people saw it because they were at the red light yeah, with us. Yeah, yeah. It was just that one lady who was turning. Nobody fucking stopped. I, uh, I saw a grape smuggler <clears throat> eat shit, riding way too fast, trying to make a right-hand turn in front of me, which it was illegal for him to do. And he ate shit in the middle of the intersection. And I was in a car with Kevin and his, at the time, girlfriend. And I remember... Busting, I was driving. I remember busting up laughing, but then immediately throwing the car into park and taking off my seatbelt and getting out to see if the guy was okay. And you know, he's like stumbling to like get up and like grab his bike. I'm like, dude, just sit down. Like, I'll get the bike for you. But like, how do you not, how do you not help somebody like that? So there's, there's that. And, and pardon my ignorance, and I'll get back to the story. What the fuck is a grape smuggler? Oh my God. So I was going to touch on that. Every time you use that term, I want you to know that the visual that I get is very revealing. Like a budgie smuggler? That's a, that's a grape smuggler. Okay, just like it sounds. Yes, yeah. it's okay. extremely it looks like revealing. smuggling grapes okay, <laughs> because it's extremely <coughs> revealing. Gotcha. Okay. I like those uniforms. I bet you do. I do. <laughs> so me and Ali pull over, and we're both like, "Holy fucking Allie shit!" And that I just happened. Oh my god, I'm gonna kill you! I do swear it, to God. Throw something at him. <laughs> eh. Give me my baseball bat. Ali, jump at him. Sick him. Sick him. Uh, so thank you, Ali, for not. Ali. And I, better, Ian Alley, you fucking grammar Nazi. Um, That's what she said. We get out of the car and we go over the crosswalk and we'll call him Hank. Um, we go, oh my God. It's like, are you okay? And he's like, thank you so much for stopping and checking. We're like, yeah, of course. That's what <clears throat> fucking good people yeah, do. That's what a human that's does. That's what <laughs> fucking people with a conscience do. So we get to talking with him and we're like, hey, you know, are you all right? You got hit pretty decent. And uh, he's like, no, I'm, I'm really okay. And we're like, we're going to call the paramedics and the cops for you. He's like, no, please don't. I really don't want you to. I, you. And we're all like, we really should. And he said, please don't. Okay. I didn't push it any further. Because he's also got drugs in his hat. <laughs> <laughs> he actually had a, he had a uh, man satchel. So he had a fanny pack? He had a fanny oh, there's pack. drugs in there for sure, dude. He was sm- not for smuggling sure. grapes. So the, the lady that hit him was in a pretty broke down truck. She barely spoke a lick of English. 
the those damn Italians. The, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, and the guy who got hit spoke pretty immaculate Spanish, mm. so it was like perfect. So he was talking with her, and it's like, you know, the base of it, of what I got. It's like, you know, I'm okay. It's all right. She's losing her shit. Oh, of course. abso Um, And we go through, and we talk, and I told the dude to hold on, and I ran back to the car, grabbed one of my business cards, or my cell phone, Allie's cell phone. He got the lady's cell phone, and we were like, you know, do you need anything? And he told the lady, go. I, I'm, that guy just... If he could have had a very healthy lawsuit and whatever he did, he did, wouldn't have to do for a little while out of that. So he, and once she left wow. and he, he did, he said, you're, you're okay. I'm fine. You can go. And we, we walked him across the crosswalk and we talked with him a bit and make sure he didn't get hit. Exactly. <laughs> and, um, and you know, he just thanked us again over and over and that whole entire thing. And I told him, I'm like, look, I'm like, you have our numbers. If something changes, I'm like, if you end up being hurt, and you need something like witnesses, whatever the case is, call us. But I'm like, if you could do us a favor, text us in a couple hours. Just let us know you're okay, at least. <laughs> and church it, he did. He texted us. He says, I've got no bruising. He's like, I'm feeling okay. We still told him, you know, it might not be that way tomorrow. Was his name Clark Kent? No. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he sent pictures of his hands. That's the only thing is he... Abrasions he, on his hands. Exactly. Because yeah. he... he and, that's, rash. and that's what he basically told us. He's like, I got the brunt of it here. And as my arms went back, I then got the front of the car. So we're like, okay. But he did. He made it very clear. I don't want paramedics. I don't want police. <clears throat> Three words. <laughs> Deportation. Exactly. And that's probably, and he kind of hinted at that where I'm fine. He's like, I, it, it was led to, I, I'm okay. I don't want that on my conscience. Mm -hmm. And he's a, hey, he's a, he's a better person than most. Let's put it that way. That's, it's sure. not, it's not even that you're like seeking, you know, you're seeking retribution or money or anything like that. It's like those things, like when, when God puts that sort of a Who? event into your life, God. Who? God. Dog backwards. Yeah. Oh, dogs. I'm sorry. Dyslexia. Dog. <laughs> yeah. Okay. When when, when when dog puts that into your life. <clears throat> yes. You have to take advantage of those events. There's so many times that I haven't, and now that I, that I look back on people that have like nice fancy settlements, and I was just like, oh yeah, no big deal. Like, don't worry about it. It's fine. Where's mine? Where's mine? Mm-hmm. I would love to win the lottery. Yeah, like that guy that just won like two billion dollars or whatever. Or how much? How much was and it? That was around here too. Yeah, that was in um, up by the Los Angeles National Forest. Yeah, one dude. The fuck? How much was it? Almost two billion. Almost two billion, and after all the taxes, one point seven billion. He'll walk off with about four hundred and fifty mil if he takes the lump, which is what you do. I thought it was seven hundred. Four. It's like four thirty-five. Yeah, they they tax you well over half for sure. However, I'll settle for it. Out of all the states out there, California does not have a lottery tax. That's fine. So it's you're federal. You're Stop not, saying that. It's going to change if you say something. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> yeah, but hey, you know what? I'll, I'll take 435 fucking million. But see, I'll I've, retire. I've had this art. I wouldn't. I'd go and do something to keep myself busy, even if it's volunteering at a zoo. Mm. Hang out with the animals or something. Someone needs to extract the semen from those horses. I'd go volunteer at a bathhouse. <laughs> I don't think it's a job in the States. My, dude, my, my buddy is a farrier. And he knows people He's that no. 
Well, no, that's oh. a no. That you're... That's a fairy. Er, he's oh, okay. a farrier. Fairy. Uh, <laughs> he actually has clients who have horses who have won stuff like that for like a jar of that shit. It can be like one to one point five million dollars. If I could sell horse splooge for one point five mil, I'd do it. You probably could if you tried. Yeah. <laughs> There's a market out there for everyone. Never there know. Really wait, we'll get you the petting zoo one of these days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you never yeah. know until you try. Jake, no, you're petting the doggies too hard. <laughs> you could have a real affinity for it. <laughs> yeah. Some people sell human splooge. Yes, they do. Like well, yeah, that. it's called a sperm make. No, I didn't mean like that. The black market. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. Okay. Oh. You know, only friends. <laughs> the only friends. Yeah. You've seen that video. I've shown you. Yes, you have. Mm. You know who hasn't seen that video? Allie. No, Allie has. Our sponsors? Our sponsors. <laughs> Our fucking sponsors. Thank you so much to Nick Loward from Matco Tools, supplying us with Matco Tools and Milwaukee products. Yes, and thank you to the man, the myth, the legend, supplying Justice Brothers products. Travis Fairs. And also thank you to Raymond Moon, supplying us with delicious Mexican food all across the Inland Empire at El Ranchito Taco Shop. I would love to try it. It was very good. I'm and jealous. Also, big shout out to Dale Follett and Norman Glazier. Mm-hmm. Happy and everybody else who Happy keeps us afloat. Happy birthday. Allie, I miss you. Everyone else who keeps us aflum float. Aflum float. We'll be right back. Sponsor us. <laughs> we'll be black. Not sponsored. Something smells delicious in here. Yeah, it does. I'm hungry. Jake, are you eating El Ranchito Taco Shop? <clears throat> that looks amazing. What did you order? <clears throat> Tacos. Um, what? <clears throat> Guac. Jake. Are you choking? Get out of my way, Michael. He needs a Heimlich. Oh my god, I cannot believe this is happening again. Jake, you know you're allergic to avocado. One generic allergy medication later. Are you okay? <sighs> yeah. Almost dying is so worth it to have some El Ranchito creamy guac. <clears throat> Thanks, Eric, for trying to save me, even though I wasn't joking. I know. I just wanted to get you from behind. <laughs> well, I guess this is a good time to tell everybody that if you're ever in the Inland Empire and are craving some great Mexican food, visit El Ranchito Taco Shop in Lake Elsinore. <laughs> Seriously, I follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Ranchito Elsinore. El Ranchito Taco Shop. More than just great Mexican food. <laughs> Do me a favor, warn me next time. Warn me. Ladies and gentlemen, and days and thems, and everybody in between, to Customer Taste Podcast. They, them, he, we, she, theys. All of that. I'm thirsty, Michael. Oh, um, yes. Can we, uh, everybody at home, play along? Um, on the count of three. One. Three. Two. Three. Three. How many licks does it get to the center of my bowls? I'll tell you. Let me tell you. Oh, one one ding. That's what she said. <laughs> See, you got one ding from Michael. Is, is Michael Scott here? Mm. Michael Scott. 
Well, you got one ding from Mike, but I you'll did. get one bang from me later. Oh, oh my goodness. Mm. Oh, wait, you have energy drinks with you? Oh, my goodness. I do, actually. It's right there. Oh. But that's a ghost, not a bang. Oh, I see you're ghosting me. That's mm-hmm. cool. Ghost. Benny, not hey, sponsored. you banging me. Not sponsored. Tim, 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 Tim. Do you like that movie, Ghost? Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> of course you do. Yeah, you would. <laughs> Fucking faggot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's allowed to say it. Literally, he's allowed to say it. Some gay shit. Oh my god, Michael, you should start the off Samuel with Samuel your... L. L. Jackson of uh... <laughs> of the homos. <laughs> you should tell us about your GM story. Yeah, your Good Morning story. So Good Morning Vietnam. So Never I think uh, t- two weeks ago when we last had the episode, um, I had talked about we had gotten a new GM. Mm-hmm. Right. I thought you worked for Ford. <laughs> Again with the one bell. <laughs> um, so I've had like new, very numerous interactions with him just because of what I do for you Your know position. for yeah for my position. Reverse cowgirl. And fuck uh, me. What? I was gonna say something, but I bit my gotta tongue. Be quicker, homie, you God gotta be quicker. Damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Um, so, you know, I'm usually like a pretty good judge of character based on how the way people speak or shake your hand or look you in the face or their posture or lack of all that lack or lack of, you know, when you're done with your story, both of you remind me about handshake. Mm -hmm. Just remind me. Oh, it's okay. You guys can do it. I believe in you. Did you know everything in this world is covered in semen and fecal matter? (laughs) It's very true. Um... (laughs) Okay, I can't. Sorry. <laughs> Back to your um, GM. <laughs> so, you know, I kind of pegged this guy as a. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Invite me next um, time. So I, I, I kind of thought that I had dialed this guy down for his background and like what to expect from him. And you thought you had him figured out. Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. I had him figured out. And it turns out that I. You I didn't have, know shit. I, so the problem is, is that. Um, you know, what's that one song? He's hot, then he's cold. You're in, then you're out. You know, up, then you're down, or whatever. It's like that's like I don't know who does that song. Are you talking song about like Katy that. Perry? You're I, hot, maybe. then you're cold. You're yes, then you're no. And then you're out. Yes, that's the one. That's Katy Perry. Okay, Katy Perry. Katy. Oh, Perry. Katy Perry. K D. That's Katy Lang. Oh, K T K A T Y. I'm not familiar with his work. He's. She's being funny now. Don't feed the trolls. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so, you know, I kind of thought that I that I had this guy figured out and I've just come to realize that even though I do have him figured out, I think that it's not a good thing that, that you've got him figured out. No, no, no. I just I, I don't think that like. He's a good fit. Uh, it's, not, it's not that. I just think oh, that I he's, see. he's pegged. A... Good fit. I understand now. Okay, oh, gotcha. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I just think it's, it, it's, there's the potential for a difficult interaction. And I, I not only mean with like the fact of like, it, you know, if I tell him that the grass is green and he's like, no, oh it's my God, purple. I was, mm, the, and, and I, and I can't convince him otherwise you know, do I risk losing my job or do I just let, let, yeah, fuck what it. You were thinking happen, about leaving anyways. You know? Let bygones no. be bygones. And the, you know, the other thing too is, is maybe the fact that he seems very stern and hard headed is potentially a good thing. 
if he listens to the right people or has the correct ideas on his own. But if he what? doesn't know who to ask or know the questions to ask or or even think that he might need to ask somebody else's advice about something and just wants to do something and it's clearly the wrong direction, we're, we're going to go down that path anyway. Wrong like direction just, based on whose input? His probably his own. Hmm. Um, and it's not like he's a new GM. And it's not that I dislike the guy. You know, in, in fact, I, I I personally thought that he was um, a, a, a veteran. Um, he, the way that he carries himself, the way that he acts, um, the things that he says, his mannerisms. I, I thought that he was like a former veteran. And so I thought that. Are you talking veteran of the auto industry or legitimate veteran? No. no, like, no okay. Yeah, like armed forces okay, veteran. Fair enough. Um, and so, you know, I, I admire those qualities in people. And so I thought, like, this is good. We're going to have some good leadership and stuff like that. But then. Question for, not the, question for the teacher. That's you. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> yes, Jacob. You're telling the story. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to your old GM? Just decided to leave? He or... got canned. No, he didn't get canned. Um, Everybody wanted him to get canned. He was a piece he, of shit. Uh, oh, really? yeah. he's, he was, he's a multi-store GM. So mm -hmm. in other words, he looks after many stores. In case and... you didn't know what multi-store GM right, meant. Was what type of retard do you take me for? He's a GM. You he can't read or do stores. math, Jacob. We know what kind you are. My math's getting better. <laughs> <laughs> multi means more than one. Very good. Oh, fuck. Uh, you get a gold star yeah. on your homework today. <laughs> That's yeah. one gold star, Jacob. <laughs> Oh, fuck. I'm a good noodle. <laughs> so he was a multi-store GM, and one of the stores that he was responsible for was one of our company's like flagship stores. Mm -hmm. And that store's numbers started dropping, potentially because he was spending so much time at our store because he, he really actually enjoyed the store. Okay, fair enough. And they wanted him to go back and take care of the other store, bring their flagship store back up to speed. And that's the story that I got that I got from a, a reliable source. Well, the most reliable source him, I guess. Um, it's kind of funny because like two days after it happened, I don't know that if, I don't think I told this story. Stop me if I did. But like a couple days after it happened, I still didn't know because like we had a pretty close relationship. Um, and like a couple days after it happened, like I still hadn't reached out to him because like I didn't really know what to say. Like, how, like, like sorry or like, hey, good luck or like, I mean, like. How, how do you approach Good that riddance. subject? That's what you say. Good riddance. I didn't have anything personally against the guy. And so all of a sudden he calls me and like, I'm in the middle of the service. Like I'm in the service office. I'm like doing stuff towards the end of the day. I'm like, Oh my God. Like what now? Like thinking that he needs something from me or he's trying to poach me already. It's like poach. two days later. And so, you know, I walk <laughs> out and I, you know, what's up boss? What's going on? And he's like, <laughs> it's been two days you don't write you don't call <laughs> so i'm like all right how you doing like what's going on and so you know we started kind of catching up a little bit and he explains to me in his words what had happened because i had kind of said yeah I've, you know i've heard some things but i'd like to hear from you what, what what went down and then he's uh i'm like so you know what's what's going on what can i do for you and he's like oh i honestly i just forgot my favorite pen <laughs> He, he called me to thank me for everything that I had done for the store and Which for him. Which is what again? Mm. That's what I thought. Not much. Crickets. <laughs> but I thought that was very nice of him to do. That was very nice of him, but it doesn't redeem him in any way, shape, or form. Oh, well, he didn't call you. 
I'm glad. Because <laughs> I, I wouldn't give have him answered. A I would have, no, I would have answered and given him a piece of my mind. <laughs> it's 6.30 at night. What are you doing? I'm not at work. <laughs> oh, I don't answer work phone calls anymore. When you're not at work, you're not working. I am off the clock. That's right. My gym manager is is learning that, actually. We were having a conversation about that on Monday. Hmm. He's like, I'm learning to not answer my phone on the weekends. I could never do Good that. Good for you. I'm like, that's, yes. Like, you need to take time for you. When you're not here, it doesn't matter what position you're in. I don't care if you're the CEO. If you're not here, check out. You yep. need your personal sanity and your alone time. <laughs> what, what is time that word that you just family said? Sanity? Is... Just as important as your time here. So when you leave, you need to leave. Um, Any case. It's been really slow. It has been very slow. The last pay period, I I think I only came out at like 50% because there were days Mm -hmm. I either left early or I was doing training on the computer because I was waiting. I still have four vehicles I'm waiting on parts. Yeah. As we all know, it's yeah. We're having fun in the automotive industry right now oh, it's, with it's a, a parts blast. debacle. It's, so, it's much, a blast. so much fun. Michael and I are especially affected by the parts debacle. Got right a blast. Now. Yeah. Um, with it, all of these American manufacturers, it's also a weird fucking time for people right now. We're slow because nobody wants to spend fucking money on shit. Well, here's the thing: this time of the year is always slow, and it's going to get it's, worse, especially in this area. Oh, it's yeah. going to get worse over we the next two months. Three major holidays, end of That's end of year, not included. My point. Yeah, it's literally what I just said. Thanksgiving. Thank you. Thanksgiving. Just, I'm just adding. And, uh, no, I'm kidding. Put a little bam. Thanksgiving and Hanukkah and Christmas. Uh, yes. And Halloween. And Halloween. New Year's. New well, Year's. Yeah. yeah. That's after the first of the year, though. Well, technically before. Technically it's before. I, yeah, yeah, okay. God, he can't count. He just, he doesn't I know. I said the math was getting better, not <laughs> good. <laughs> we gave him one gold star. I'm a good noodle. <laughs> <laughs> not a limp one anymore. Uh, but it, it's, but, it has been very, sl- shit, our new writer's like, do you guys ever get busy? I'm like, dude, you got hired at a bad time. Yeah. It's like before you showed up and the change of ownership. Dude, this is this is the problem with our new GM right now is he literally got hired into like our worst time of the year. Yep. And you can go back and look like year after year after year. It always oh, slows down right now. Absolutely. But he's looking at the numbers and I could, I could just see pulling his freaking hair out at, sitting at his big old desk. It's oh, he's like, not bald? No. Mm. Um, he's actually got a nice head of hair. Um, that's what he said. I did say that <laughs> on, on Tuesday. I just, it seemed like I just kept getting bullshit job after bullshit job. I, I, I got a grand Cherokee that came in because the customer said the v- customer states vehicle is not running good. Okay. Excuse me. Okay. What the fuck does that mean? Oh, do you have the same riders that we have? <laughs> so. I drove the car and there's... Customer states, car no, go well. Yeah, oh, fuck you. <laughs> some bullshit like that. I'm like, I cleared the... I, it, it had some stored codes for all four wheel speed sensors, but it wasn't... It was um, stored, not pending. So I was like, if he comes back, it, it, tell him if the light comes back on, he needs the ABS module. I'm not wasting my time on this car. Shipped it. Got another one in. Check engine light. Diesel. Heavy duty, 3500. Okay, cool. Scan it. Turbocharger under boost. Oh, fuck. Okay. Mm. Pop the air box. It's got the wrong P0299. air. 
Yeah. Mm. Pop the air box. It's got the wrong air filter in it. There's even a service bulletin on it. Throw the right air filter on it. Clear the code. Ship the truck. So Happy day. Bullshit job number two. It, it was just like one thing after that. Over like, and over and over. Same fucking writer who usually keeps me really well fed. <laughs> So I went up to him. I said, what the fuck are you doing today? What's wrong with you? What? It, wh- why? Why? You want to hear about a BS write-up since we're on the subject yeah, of that roughly? So we had a, a customer come in with a mock I believe. And uh, I shit you not. Customers request oil and filter change. <laughs> I shit you not. Customer states, phone gets hot while charging on wireless charging Get pad. The- out of here the 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 (laughs) advisor spoke to the customer heard what the customer said and still wrote the vehicle up Uh uh-huh he could have stopped that before the appointment was even made i i mean you know these this the the service coordinator takes the appointment and that's fine they they don't know and it's not their job you understand my fucking point though yes that should have been sh- so now. Not only do I have all the time wasted in the service drive by greeting that customer, toggling customer, writing the ticket, all the paper wasted, all that stuff, parking spot wasted, technicians wasting their time trying to duplicate this concern. Like, the, well, the duplication is like, yes, of course it, of course it gets hot. My phone gets hot. His phone gets hot. Your phone gets hot. My wireless charger are at home. The phone gets hot. It that's it uses magnets to induce. Friction and stuff to uh, magnetic forces stuff. to do science and make electricity happen. It, of course, it gets hot. Like, go go home. Go stop, away. Stop People doing this retards. to me. Yes. Yes. Ah, so frustrating. By the way, the oil and filter change thing on the Machis is actually semi-true. That is a very true thing. That Anything that has moving metal parts is going to have some sort of lubricant, whether it's a grease or an oil lubricating it mm-hmm. lube and or water-based lubricant yeah and whether or not it's serviceable silicone or not based is you know that's another story but it yes. is serviceable on this yes in this application it is serviceable mm-hmm. yeah there's a spin-on filter on the motors on those yeah really uh-huh. yeah. same thing with uh, tesla's <laughs> interesting yeah yeah Bet you didn't know that, motherfuckers. All you people who own electric vehicles, guess what? You still got to change your oil. Did you now, know? Granted, it's like once every 50,000 miles or whatever it is, but still. Did you know filter. about the coolant filter on the electric focuses? No, I didn't. I, we saw a few. I can count on two hands how many electric focuses we I have. I have two of them in the shop right now. Okay, that's two out of, you know. I'm, I'm just saying right now at once. Yeah. Um, anyway, yes, there's a coolant filter in those cars. Do you guys get a lot of customers, speaking of oil changes and oil filters, do you get a lot of those customers with those kitschy magnet collars that go on the oil filter? Yeah, I've seen those before. I've never seen that before. Yeah. The, it's a magnet collar that goes around the oil filter because apparently it catches all the metal particulate in there and it doesn't allow it's it to flow back up. Theoretically. The point of the filter? Theoretically, it does help, but... You have to imagine that if you're really trying to collect that much metal out of an engine, every you have a major time, fucking there's, problem. There's something else going yes. on with it. You're those are like those shit. hyper paranoid people that snake are oil. still wearing. Mm. I just found out about snake oil. Really? Yeah. Like the expression. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Tra- Travis Ferris was just on the podcast. What are you talking about? He was. <laughs> They have a very good snake oil for you to use. It's yeah. not snake oil. We talked about that on the podcast. Yes, Listen, I know. We talked about it. <laughs> you were here. That's when I found out about it. Oh. You were here. Yes. You have another joke for us. I do. I thought we were closing out with that, but that's fine. Well, there's two more jokes. 
No, just one. Oh, just one. Yeah, then we that's, can, that's we, a missed right. We we can close on it. <clears throat> oh, since I remembered how I was saying about a handshake, how you can judge people by that. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> I <laughs> I may or may not that when I have can confirm guys <laughs> who want to shake my hand for thanking for service or introducing themselves, whatever the case may be. You in the military? <clears throat> they usually don't shake my hand after I service. They shake something else. <laughs> um, when they go out for a handshake, if you have a limp dick fucking noodle wrist or this bitch baby hand or anything like that, I may or may not squeeze your hand as hard as I fucking can. You know, can't prove it, but it might happen. <laughs> I got shown the fuck up today. <laughs> Big time. Would you handshake some grandpa? <laughs> no, 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 no. Grandma. I had I had a gentleman, a very large gentleman um, in the Navy, in his fatigues. You can sail the seven seas. In, in his fatigues. Nice guy. Very nice guy. Um, Pulled up in a Miata. <laughs> really? Don't say. <laughs> Pulled up in a CX-30. That's cute. And uh, I was talking with him, and I got on the conversation of how long have you been in the service, and he's like, I'm going on eight years. And I'm like, well, thank you for what you do the whole nine yards. And I close him out, and he reaches his hand out. And I'm anytime I see a guy built like that, I'm like, I, mm. I'm like, well, I, you know, mm. we'll see. Holy fuck, it was like a hydraulic press. Broke all the bones in your hand. Holy fuck, this dude wasn't even trying. And I'm like, I'm... Trying to match it to my God. So I get great. I get really embarrassed because, you know, like I shake, you know, we shake a ton of people's hands, right? And it's they're usually men and they're usually trying to show you that they're also strong or that they know things. And so they give you a, a strong handshake. And I have to admit, like, cause I crack my knuckles all the time, all, all the time. And I, I have arthritis when they go to go shake my hands, my hands usually crunch. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's like a handful and they're of like, peanuts. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, like, I, I give them a strong what, handshake back. What, what the these, crunching that. One of these times you just gotta go. I'm a strong man. Yeah, but it, it, it was it was like shaking con- like a concrete brick. I'm like, uh, I'm like, uh, <laughs> like stay strong, Jake. <laughs> My dad used to give me shit for shaking his hand too hard. Oh, really? So he would say oh. that I would hurt him when I would shake his hand. I didn't realize at the time I was a lot. This was probably 15, you. You have to be respectful with the, years with the grip ago. pressure yeah. sure. when you're when you're shaking someone's hand, no matter what the gender, what the situation is. Be respectful. We're not arm wrestling here, okay? I'm showing you that I'm also be a lot cooler in... if we were. <laughs> um, it's a separate show. Before <laughs> before I go on to the next uh, topic, do you have a charger for this? Um, yes, but it's currently hooked up to the soundboard in my computer right now. God damn it. All right. Uh, actually, I have one upstairs. Here. No, you can just suck me. Okay. Well, here, Michael. I'm hoping it'll be somewhat charged by the time we you leave. You see that? One-handed? Um. He just did the same thing. That's <laughs> hot, guys. I'm mildly turned on right now. Half-mast. Half-mast. Speaking of the Navy, they have masts on their boat, right? <laughs> in the Navy. Yeah, thank you. Um, we, at, we, at, when I say we, the new owners of the dealership... One of the first things that they put up in our annex was a paint booth. Mm. 
and it's kind of tucked in a corner mm -hmm. and it's about the size of one of like those car cover like 10 by 10s you can buy from fucking mm -hmm. harbor freight mm -hmm. and besides the fact of me seeing some of the jobs that they do and it's like holy fuck who would ever allow this to happen to their car yeah um i had a customer who well sales had a customer that they dropped on me because they're lazy fucks and they already got their money so they don't give a shit yeah is that the front and rear bumper were fucked and they're like, oh, we're just going to, we're going to fix, repair and repaint them for you. Yeah. So it got done today and I went to go look at it in the sun. Paint doesn't match, does it? So colors pretty close. Trained eye like us. Yeah. No fucking way. Untrained eye, maybe. The thing that caught me is as the sun catches it, it's like no metal flake. Like somebody threw a giant fucking puddle of it little bit more giant puddle of metal flake i'm like what the fuck i think i, think I know this body shop <laughs> huh? i think i know this body shop not body shop illegal paint booth in our annex oh he wasn't here for that no, no i wasn't. was not here i'm sorry i was so... plugging in your stupid vape pen <laughs> so you can go drive your volkswagen and fucking rev your engine a whole bunch <laughs> did i miss something <laughs> oh, i'm sorry it's a little bitter you smoke vape pens Oh, damn it. Don't, uh, don't out me. Why don't out me. I <laughs> also don't drive a Volkswagen. Oh, National Coming Anymore. Out Day was the other day. Oh, was it? It oh, was. Congratulations. Congratulations to all the Comer Outers. Yeah. That's it. Um, or Comer Inners. Come around. way to do it. Comer Rounders. Um, come around in. Oh. Ooh-wee. <laughs> I'm also surprised that our city, because it's not hidden. It's fucking blatantly fucking obvious. Yeah. What's going on here? It doesn't seal. The wind's blowing all the fucking time. It's by pine trees, which are just, you know, dropping pollen and sap and all other types of dust and debris under the clear coat. I'm really fucking surprised the city hasn't shut that the fuck down. You know what? Because you can see it on the main stretch. You see the guys in there just doing this with the fucking there, There's got to be some <laughs> some kind of workaround uh, with that. because, And I say that because at my last location. Hold on. Let me finish talking. Before we start shake fucking head, Michael. Michael! I love you. Um, I, I don't know if there's some kind of fine print somewhere because at my last dealership, they did the same thing, except they built five permanent structures mm -hmm. Kind of along the same, you know, the aluminum roof and right. the whole thing. And I'm talking masking the whole fucking car off and painting panel by panel and just out there. Doing their thing. Just doing their fucking thing. And I'm like, mm -hmm. and I finally saw one of the products on a car that I really liked and was interested in, actually. And it was a beautiful pearl white color and they had repainted the rear bumper. And I looked, I was like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. It was awful yeah like there was not even no mm -hmm. like one was pearl and the other wasn't absolutely awful but I, that, that's what, so I, what i was getting at was i i wonder if there's something that we don't know about i don't know because we don't memorize the books mm -hmm. you know with the laws and the rules but maybe that's just pure coincidence that both dealerships do whatever the fuck they want and they're out spraying out back i don't know yeah you know Anyways, <laughs> Mike's like, no comment. How about you just let us tell our story without you shaking your fucking head? No, it's fine. Go ahead. No, it's fine. He's like an old man eating a soup. 
<laughs> Michael J. Fox, is that you? Stop! I was so You can't do that. Oh do my that. god. Oh man. I did it. So, Michael, you. Hi, silly. I'm still going to send it. A da. <laughs> da. Um, da. It's a da. <laughs> what, what are you doing to da? <laughs> that shit's funny. I don't care who you are. Oh, it's um, fucking fantastic. The whole stop changing dealers' grasses and greener thing, besides the obvious. <laughs> I think you kind of touched base on that earlier. Slightly. Mm hmm. So, it's funny because. Before you start that, <laughs> let me preface this with we have had this conversation oh, absolutely. two to three times already. Absolutely. We already know where Michael stands on it, but proceed. Are you talking about privately or on the show? If on the on, show. Oh, well, then I don't have to say it again. No, say it again. We want to hear it again. So Maybe your stance has changed again. In all of the times that, uh, you know, because we've had now uh, two different service managers and two different general managers in a very short period of time. And a bunch of tech changeover because of that, you know, turnaround because of that, or just in reactionary to what was happening in our local area. Um, everybody that left our dealership <laughs> went to another dealership and is no longer at that dealership and is now at other dealerships. And in fact, a lot of people have come back or are coming back to the dealership that they once started at, despite everything that has been said to them about trying to, you know, not you know, the grass isn't always greener. What they're offering you over there isn't real. What you have here is good with the potential for growth, blah, blah, blah. So right now we're losing one of our best lubies. <clears throat> he's certified enough to do um, field service actions. And I think he's got like a couple of base things from, cause he was like a Ford fact student, stuff like that. But f first of all, he's our only lube tech that is consistently like right around hundred percent efficient or, or above. <laughs> so that's pretty good for being a lube <clears throat> yeah. in today's day and age with our dwindling appointments just because of the time and stuff like that. And, um, when, so when he said that he was putting his two weeks notice, we were like, I mean, what the fuck? Like you're making pretty good money. You're like our King Luby, you know, you you're flagging a ton of hours. Like what's wrong? He's like, well, I really just want to do like something else. Like I just want to do bumper to bumper. And we're like, well, what are you going to go do? And he said, he's going to go work for Hyundai. Hmm. And I was like, ew. So I, so there's no shortage of work there. So then I was like, like I, I, I pretty much lost my shit respectfully to him. And I was like trying to, to tell him. And a, a lot of other people were telling him the exact same thing privately publicly this that and the other so like the conversation boils down to like I, I if you want to better yourself and change to a different company or do a different thing or whatever that's fine and i'm not going to stop you obviously i'm still going to try and keep you here and 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 make you an offer and, and give you what you want within reason to keep you here because you're a great tech you have great work ethics he was the like nobody else mopped their stalls at the end of every day until he started doing it. And now everybody in Lubrak does that at the end of the day. And I love it. Like that's the sort of work ethic and the drive that I want to have, you know, the, the energy of the dealership being. I used to do that when I was in the It's about drive. It's about So I try to tell him, you can go work for any other manufacturer. If you were telling me that you want to work for Toyota or Mercedes or, you know, Lexus or whatever, fine. Just don't go work for Hyundai. 
<laughs> like you have got to be, you got to be crazy to do that. So we, so like the conversations then started getting like, you do realize why people like, like why people like Hyundai so much, right? It's because for first time buyers, you have great warranty. So that means that every single car that you see is going to be warranty, which also means that their warranty times are shit. I, I don't, I don't just mean that they're low. I, they're like unreal. You know, you think that, you know, we, we complain about being shafted on Ford, you know, uh, uh, labor than, standard times and stuff like that. Can't be worse than Mazda. Go work for Hyundai. They're, it's just ridiculous. And then also think about the people who own Hyundai's, the low end car. They're not going to be spending money at the dealership when that thing's out of warranty. They're going to be taking it down to Jim and Bob's down the street. Jim and Bob's. So mm-hmm. you're not going to get any customer pay. So everything you get is going to be warranty. You're not going to get any customer pay. And you're starting off with zero experience, zero training at the bottom entry level in a new shop. After you have, you're making good money here and <clears throat> we're giving you everything and I'm giving you a raise. So one of his arguments back to me was, well, Honda is really popular in Korea. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Are you in Korea? Cool. <laughs> okay. Cool. So let that sink in for everybody else for a second. I said, well, no shit. It's a fucking Asian car company. Of course it's fucking popular out there. And he's like, well, no, I'm just saying like, like the brand's making a comeback. It's really popular out there. And I'm trying to tell him like, that you're, doesn't mean shit in America. You live in America, dude. They're not popular out here. Well, they are very popular. Out that's here, the problem. They are yeah. fucking popular out here. Well, f- I will say their their lineup has gotten pretty attractive. Mm-hmm. I still would never buy one because I feel that they're shit and the quality isn't there. But physically, I think they've gotten a lot better and they're a lot more attractive than what they have been in the past. Even I'll spend the extra money and get a Genesis. I, mm, I'm a sucker for a Genesis. I really am. So, so the Spider-Man wheels as, as everybody is trying to talk him out of not only leaving the shop, but just avoiding Hyundai. I would like, if you want to go, go, like, we're not going to physically hold you here, but just don't go to Hyundai, like find some other brand to work for. Imagine, imagine the, the oldest, saltiest man the, you know, technician that, you know, in the dealership, just like the guy that grunts and you won't even give you, well, no, me, me, that, but older and, and saltier. Mm. That's even, salty. even this man came down and tried to talk some sense into this boy. Mm. That's how, that's how passionate everybody was about like, you're making a mistake. And, and that's kind of what I was saying to him is like, you know, I, I had to talk to the, to, to the, um, to my service manager and be like, so what can I offer him to stay? And so we had conversations about money and what can he do and blah, blah, blah. And I, so I, I gave all these suggestions and we ended up agreeing on these things and so i'm I'm coming at him with all these different things and i'm trying to tell him like dude you like you can have pretty much anything you want like like well i'm like i'm, I'm just trying to prevent you from making a mistake and i said the same thing like everybody that left here to go follow this other person they all don't work there and they've already been to two or three other stores trying to find this place again it's just it, you're better off here well you know i like making my own mistakes i'm very stubborn I'm like dude i can prevent you from like like who, who's to say that as soon as you leave, we're not going to hire somebody in again. And now you're not going to have a spot to come crawling back to in two weeks when it doesn't fucking work out for you. You can lead a horse to water. Well, you know, I, I'm just trying to prevent somebody from making a horrible mistake. No, let me see my phone. So does Eric Jennings still work for you guys? Of course. Okay. Well, I'll fuck about it. Oof. 
Woo! Nice save. So kind of to on the same topic, um, I have been saving this for a rainy day. Is this a, a funny thing? Mm, not really. Oh. So this goes all the way back to the first time that we brought the subject up. I believe this is now thrice. Uh, I, I believe you're correct. The grass isn't always greener okay. on the other side and your position on the whole thing, which is fine. You're entitled to your opinion. But I actually had a listener write to me oh. about that topic and your response to people leaving and finding other jobs that pay more. And they felt very passionate about it and they wanted to voice uh, <clears throat> their opinion. <gasps> okay, let's hear. So... Uh, this listener will remain anonymous for obvious reasons. Mike was being very ew. <laughs> well, I already know who this is. I love him already. When he was talking about people going from dealer to dealer, chasing the dollar, I was like, bitch, say it. I dare you. I was waiting for him to be like, well, Eric be like, but then Jake stepped in and made it all better. Oh, <laughs> Ew. I know where he was going. And to be fair. To be fair. That's, to very, be fair, that's very good. That's his opinion. My resume consists of nearly 30 employers. And, and that has nothing to do with my employability. Stop shaking your head and listen. I'm listening. Okay. Stop shaking your head. Like you guys, I work in a small community and my reputation is known. I don't agree with Mike on his point of view. Nope. You and I are basically workhorse for our money. <laughs> what, uh, wait, what? Uh, work? What? You and I are basically workhorse for oh. who, who work for our money. Workhorse. <laughs> we have a skill we can take anywhere. You can't take our money. You, you can't take our money skills away from us. That was it. I think I know who this is too. Well, so, wait, you're so, welcome to speculate. But. So, so you're basically just like parlaying like from one job to the next and just baiting jobs off the next. And anybody that comes to me that has that's had 30 jobs in the past 10 years, I'm not going to hire that person. But what makes me think that they're going to stick around. But you don't know that this person works in the automotive industry. That has it doesn't nothing matter to do what with industry. That. No, it does. It matters greatly what industry because some people, some people are severely successful doing that. Well, and here's the thing, though. It doesn't necessarily have to be. A Their negative. job doesn't necessarily have to consist of a single employer. Their time with that employer may only be X amount of months or X amount of days, a certain amount of time, and then they move on to the next employer. There, but, but I why guess, the hell would I want to spend all guess, the time training somebody for two for two months of work? Because they work, they make well over six figures a year. Who, who, who cares? I'm, I'm trying to build my company. Why do I want to put time into somebody that's not going to put time into me? They're contracted. Well, it, yeah. If, uh, so, contracted. Okay. So fine. You're a construction so, worker. I don't expect you to spend 40 years building this one house. Yeah, you're going to have 30 jobs in a, in a month. A, but. Exactly. But it's the same thing. They're, they At the same time, they get to pick and choose their employers and what jobs that they want to take. It's if, apples this, to in, oranges. I'm, in this I, specific instance, it's not... Um, a, a construction worker, if you will, it's it's a different field of work. 
Excuse me. I mean, I'm you know, sorry. like plumbers, like, dude, you're not unclogging the same toilet every single day. Of course, you can have different jobs that you're doing. But right. In but this that's... industry, if you know, if I'm hiring a technician and you've had 30 jobs in the in the in the past, you know, 10 years, that, that doesn't look good. That, that That's different. But the point he's trying to make is, you know, he's picking and choosing at the end of the Oops, I didn't mean to delete all that. Uh, <laughs> he's picking and choosing who he's going to work with and who's going to pay him the most. And that's what it boils down to for anybody. Thank you, know, you to whoever I, that was for saying yeah. I was fun. There, you, you know, if, if if this, I'm working here, and yes, I have stability and I have insurance and I have uh, the mundane, monotonous, fucking same shit schedule every day doing the same thing, or I can change it up and go over here and learn something new and make $10 more an hour, $20 more an hour, 40 more thousand dollars a year, then yeah, I'm gonna go fucking make more it, money because- It's the entrepreneurial mindset. It, it really is, it really is. And you know what, you have to set yourself up for when you can't work anymore. And guess how you do that? Yes, there are other ways you can make investments mm -hmm. and you can do, and, you know, put money into certain things and that's all fine and dandy, but to help you get there faster, <laughs> you can definitely go accept a more mighty dollar now. And that's not even just us frontline employees. Management does that too. Mm -hmm. If they're being offered $100,000 more to go to a different dealership, you're gonna jump. You better damn believe they're gonna fucking jump at that. So whether or not you, you know, agree with it, we know you don't agree with it. That's what it boils down to at the end of the day, because nobody in this country or the world can function without money. And if I can do something about it to make my life just a little bit more comfortable, whether it be now or 40 years down the road, mm -hmm. then I'm going to do that. I don't agree with that. Hippies, yeah, hippies function without money. Mm. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, the, well, hippies. That's Hippies survive without money. That's it, fair. Yes, thank thing. you for that. No, no it's, it's not. not the same fucking thing. <laughs> it's at definitely all. not. So, but Sur I digress. Surviving and thriving are two completely different fucking things. Because we've gone on extremely right, yes. long here. I'll oh my tell God, a quick this is joke. A very long one. Oh I will tell a quick thank joke. Thank you again, whoever you are. I love you. Yes. No, thank you for that. I, I seriously, I, I really, I. Everybody is allowed to say yeah, whatever they want, and I love that. I, I want somebody to come in and argue absolutely. with me about certain things, even though they're wrong. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Please don't confuse this with any animosity at no, all. We're just having a healthy fucking talk. This, here. this is what this is about: is discussing things, Jeez. whether it's opposing opinions or similar opinions. Indeed. I like I like the opposing opinions. It's it's fun. Absolutely, mm -hmm. I love opposing tips. I bet um, you do. So, did you guys know that I just discovered that Bruce Lee? had a vegetarian brother broccoli oh boy <laughs> oh it wasn't that bad that's how you want to end this well you know who would have appreciated that ali no our sponsors, our fucking sponsors. <laughs> especially travis ferris from hit distributing supplying us with justice brothers products and my personal favorite jb80 jib ahead Nikki! Sorry, Nick. Ah, there it is. Yes, I have to correct that. Nikolai, thank you for the Mako tools. And the Milwaukee, they're fantastic. Buy some. Ray Moon, as always, we love your food. Come bring us some more. Come hang out. We'll come hang out. Have a little get together. It'll be great. Mm -hmm. um, thank, thank you to Norman Glazier, Dale Follett. Dale, thank you so much. We haven't heard from you in a while. How are you, my friend? Uh, Touch base with us. Happy anniversary. 
with you and your wife. Yes, Rachel. Yes, and happy, all that jazz. Happy anniversary of Rachel. Oh, you know, I actually turned the music down a little bit. Just so we can still hear it. Eric, why didn't the melons get married? Why? Because they can't elope. Oh my god. I should have seen that coming. <laughs> I am disappointed in myself. What can he do? Any gays. Did I go deep? No, you did not. <laughs> I that to was hear the, the deafening silence. Oh, yeah. fuck off. <laughs> I picked up what you're putting down, Mikey. Thank you for that. I got you, boo-boo. You guys all know where to find us already. Google us, Customer States Podcast, and it'll take you to our website. It'll show you all of our socials. All of the listening platforms. All of the listening platforms. Right into us. We want listener mail. We love interacting with you guys. The merchandising? Merchandising. Merchandising. Spaceballs the flamethrower. Come come discuss opposing views with me. Bring it. Opposing thoughts. We love you guys. With that, we say... Fuck you, Allie. Hmm. Well, I mean, with love. Oh. Yeah. Yes. With love. Yeah, fuck her with love. Yeah, fuck her with love. Yeah, literally. Oh, my God. (laughs) Bye, bitches. Bye. Love you. Love you. Love you. Do it. Oh, boy. (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) Hi, this is Mike Sarah from Customer States. Matco Tools is one of the best tool companies in the industry, and Nick Lowridge is one of the best Matco tool distributors. Nick can get me anything I need for the shop or for at home. From oil drain pans to beef jerky, (laughs) Nick's got what I need on tap. Nick works in the Thousand Oaks, California area, and you too can get whatever you need by calling him at 805-796-7323. And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him from the Customer States Podcast. And then you can hop on to uh, matcotools.com and find a Matco Tools distributor near you. Matco Tools. Service. Trust. Results.